This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the greatest wrestler in the history of mankind in this galaxy or any effing galaxy, oh, where, galaxy. where galaxies go to be galaxies. <laughs> Oh my it's gosh. Chris Jericho. That's such a serious voice. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's, it's pitch black in here, <laughs> and you're talking like a movie monster villain. I'm kind of scared. Is this hostile? Keep your you hands. You guys going to chain me up and cut my Achilles tendons now? In a world where he's just trying to promo Fozzie. <laughs> yeah. In Madison, Wisconsin, where guys show up and never return, it's WJJO. Um, Chris Jericho tonight, Fozzie at uh, the Annex. Pretty pumped, dude. Yeah, it's exciting. We, the last time we played in uh, Madison, it was for a festival that you guys had. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the street. Sounding and cool. later on that night, Metallica was playing. So it was a very memorable, monumental night. And uh, it's going to be the same thing tonight. No Metallica tonight, though, but Fozzie is here in the evening, not oh. during the day. So it's exciting. So fun. That was a rainy walk down to the coal it center was, that uh, night. Uh, anyway. Actually, we played. Did we stop your show? Uh, right, right after our show right. ended, the next band had to be canceled right. because the rain was so bad. So yeah. Lightning. Today, today we're playing indoors. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming. You're right. Indoors, yes, yeah. you are indoors for yeah. sure. But always, uh, always a great time to be in Madison. Yeah, we appreciate you having here. It's going to be a good show. The 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 band lineup's great. Those uh, young ladies uh, opening the night tonight. Is it Magdalene Rose? Yeah, we, we always want to make sure that we put together a great package when we come to town. God, can they uh, So we put a lot of time into the yeah. bands that open for us. Um, so it's not just like, oh, here's a band that's on the bill, you know, because sometimes you end up with a ska band or like a death metal band, and that doesn't kind of fit what Fozzie does. So we want to make sure that when people show up early and stay late, that they have a great time the whole night. So we always uh, put a lot of emphasis onto the bands that we tour with. I love it. How much say do you have in that? Um, I mean, it's it's. I mean, all the say to be honest. I awesome. mean, you know, I mean, but you know, our team, our manager, and and, and Rich Ward, the guitar player, and myself, we kind of listen to the bands, and we, like I said, we take a great amount of pride in who we're touring with because we yeah. want everybody to to have a good time. If you show up at seven o'clock, then you see all the bands, then you're gonna have a great time all night long, and that's yeah. the idea. Well, like the energy flow, I'm assuming. Is well, it's that, just the know. vibe, right? Yeah, like we're, right. We're very much, a, a, I'd say, like a party-type band. We want people to have a good time and enjoy themselves from from the whole night. So that's kind of what we do um, with our set. You know, it's, it's kind of a Van Halen 1979-type vibe where we have a great time and make sure that the, all, the audience has a great time, and, and that goes all night long. Hell yeah. Dude. Too bad you don't vet the morning shows you show up on. You probably never would have came in here. They would have told you to just stay in bed. No, I did. I, I've been following, uh, been researching for weeks. <laughs> this, so Cool, uh, dude. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah. Cool. And my, my, spirit, my spiritual advisor told me it's okay to come in here. I'm like Axl Rose. I have a person that shows up a couple of days before to kind of just read the room and make sure that it's all good. And you guys right. passed the test, so congratulations. Spiritual advisor told him not to go on stage till 4 in the morning. So you're all just going to have to hang out and have another beer. Ah, exactly. That would be great. Man, I know six people in my immediate orbit chris going on your cruise six and they're fr- six Great. in my tiny little loser orbit yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean dude they are freaking pumped yeah we got the fifth uh chris jericho rock and wrestling rager at sea coming up in at the end of january um yeah like who would have ever thunk it we did the kiss cruise back in 2015 with fozzy and as soon as we kind of uh docked on that cruise i called 
uh, our manager and I said, I have an idea. I think we can do this. Uh, combine wrestling with rock and roll and, yeah. and, and many other things and, and put it at sea. So um, it took us three years to get it going, but we did that and then had a couple years of success. And then the pandemic came and of course all cruises shut down and then had to rebuild it. So we're ready to do number five. Like I said, so it's uh, it's, been, it's become a thing, Matt. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I remember when they first started doing the cruises, and we were like, oh, because it was Shinedown. That was st- and we were like, is this the end for Shinedown? They're on some cruise yeah. ship. Oh, and we thought it was it, like the equivalent of playing a county fair. I'm right. like, oh, no. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's become it's such an a industry. thing. Yeah. It's an industry. It is an industry. Crazy, and, 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 and kind of the theme cruises. And that, that's the great thing. I mean, Kiss has kind of shut those down after 10 years, and they were, they were one of the... The, the standards on, on on the scene, so kind of the Chris Jericho cruise has become one of those you know critically acclaimed. Um, it's it's a party, you know what I mean. And the thing is, it's great because there, there's like I said, the bands will play, and then we have wrestling, and then we have comedians, and then we have paranormal, and we have magicians, and we have just everything that you could ever want, kind of as a giant party. And that's what it is. So it's the opposite of like you know, it's not like you know you're on the love boat or something performing on you know on, on the royal deck. Come see you know George, George Schwartz and the orchestra. It's 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 a viable thing that. You know, a lot of bands want to play on, and, and yeah. that's the thing with with our crews. We we kind of have the pick of the litter of who we want to play, and um, it's, it's like I said, it's become a, a, an annual party tradition. Yeah, I, yeah, I've taken enough cruises, or well, a couple, but you're, you're like, man. I wish there was something else to do. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got your port of call and all that stuff, and that's fine. You no, know, yeah, it's, it's cool. our, ours is not based on any of that. Like even last year, the right. the water was too choppy to even go to the port of call, so we just kind of yeah. Pulled uh pulled an audible and just continued. We had more shows on, yeah. on the ship, so th- that's what we want. I, I I I orchestrate it to where there's so much stuff going on that there's no way you can actually do everything that you want to do, which means you want to come back come for back. more. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, awesome. I wonder if you could get the the original uh, bartender from the Love Boat. What was his name? Ted Lang. Ted Isaac. Lang, dude. Yeah, yeah. Isaac, great call. Do you know up. him? Yeah, yeah, he signed up every year. He's I up. didn't even know that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. That's so badass. Yeah, with Gavin McLeod as well. Oh my God! I'll just shut up. I don't know who these people are. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were born to watch seventies TV. <laughs> she wasn't he took born. us right down a hole there, man. <laughs> he, he even went to dead air well, zone for a second. I thought Gavin McCloud wasn't even alive. <laughs> I don't think any of them are alive. Okay, very nice. I knew it. I freaking knew it. Well, he he knew, so I appreciate it. I love that man. So wrestling. I saw. I was watching uh, one of the videos of Femme Halen, the all female Van Halen tribute band yeah yeah they're on the cruise this year yeah, she'll let me doing everybody wants someone i'll get hula hoops out <laughs> oh I didn't, I didn't notice that yeah I, I like hilarious that. dude yeah i mean like i said you you, you pick the bands that that people yeah. enjoy to see and you have you know some original bands and some tribute bands and, and like i said it's just it's just a non-stop party so it's a lot of fun it's sold out but if you want to try and go you can sign up for the waiting list Awesome. Chris Jericho in the studio. Fozzie tonight at uh, the Annex. Yes, at the Annex. We're excited, man. It's a great, uh, uh, great rock and roll town here in Madison. Trusted ticket link at WJJO.com, by the way. Yeah. Do it. Get on that. Amazing. Uh, what's your day like? I, you have so much stuff going on, dude. How do you... Well, I mean, you, you always want to come and, and, and support the show and, and promote the show. I think it's something that's very important when you come to town. There's a lot Appreciate of things it. going on nowadays. Yeah. So, and, and this tour is kind of based all around radio, obviously. So... Um, when you have to, you know, get up early and come come promote the show, it's it's important, you know, because there's like I said, you want you want people to know there's a gig, and and you guys are very supportive of Fozzie, and we never realized how important rock radio was until about five years ago when we started getting played on rock radio, and it's it's a big deal, and it, it builds the band, you know, quite well. So 
Um, happy to be here, JJO. Yeah. One, one of our penultimate stops for sure on the tour. No, we really do appreciate it. And there's, it's, I appreciate you saying that radio does help you a it lot. It does. It's huge. It's a huge deal. Some bands have kind of a crappy attitude about terrestrial radio. Well, those so. bands are stupid. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I, trust me, that's not the first time I've ever heard this. It's like you have to. You have to, to to be involved because it's 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 very much I'll use a huge word symbiotic function here. You know, you guys support the bands and the bands have to support you as well. Mm-hmm. So it always makes me laugh. It's oh yeah, so and so didn't want to get up and come to the station. It's like well that's not cool, man. Unless you're in Metallica, or you can just show up and play. You know, sell ten thousand tickets in a day. Most bands don't live in that world, so mm-hmm. every every bit of promotion and support helps, especially when you have a new song like we have with Spotlight. Um, which is huge for us right out of the gate in the first two weeks. It's our biggest song we've ever had. So you want to keep that momentum going and, and want people to hear it and want people to know that we're in town and, and it all kind of works together. Yeah, 100%. What's your process on video making and, and ideas that go into video making? Because your videos make me smile, dude. Your videos make me happy. Like your roller coaster thing? The roller coaster, yeah, that was for Sane. That, I mean, hila- that was awesome. It made me... It made my heart happy to see you on a roller. I don't even know why. It's like he's like a kid out there, dude. Well, the video for Spotlight is really cool because it's all based around a drone show mm-hmm. uh, that, that happened in, in Indiana. So um, an actual kind of, they can do these things now where it's like a giant fireworks display, but yep. it's done with drones and they're all programmed and computer friendly. And um, so that video was really cool to do. So yeah, we always try and do something different. You know, you mentioned the roller coaster, insane, or we did a halftime uh, video for Judas and a double time video for Painless and if you watch it you know what I'm talking about so I think the days of just getting onto a stage and showing your band uh, you know lip singing to the song are kind of done you have to do something a little bit different because once again it goes back to the fact there's so much content which is why yep. you have to promote your shows at the radio and you have to do cool videos that people haven't seen before because you want to make it uh, worth their while because like I said as we know there is so so much to do and to watch and to see and to listen to nowadays that you have to have something that makes it stand out a little bit different I couldn't agree more. And I think it's also like the band's responsibility. You should be able to promote yourself. Let's say you're doing an interview and they can't ask you really good questions. They're terrible questions. You need to be able to take the lead and run and say what you need to say to promote your band. Keep it fun. Keep it light. Like it is your job. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you know right away when you show up at, at, at a station or when you have an interview, it's going to be a good one or a bad one, you know, and that's one of those things where the best interviews aren't interviews, they're just conversations, right. you know, and so if you get off kind of on a wrong foot where it gets locked in a box, then you have to be able to just take it away and just like, okay, I'll just talk for 20 minutes. Right. And I can do that. No problem. Totally. It's easy to do. <laughs> um, yeah. When you show up to do an interview... You have to understand that the idea is that you have to talk. That's pretty much a standard thing. But there's a lot of people that show up for interviews that don't want to talk. And it always mm-hmm. makes me laugh when you get that. Because you're like, you do understand the concept of what you're here for. Right. The yes or no answers. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. You guys know. I mean, it's not it's not easy to be a host sometimes when your subject doesn't really want to be there. And if you don't want to be there, in my opinion, is then just don't show up. If you're doing something where you're supposed to be promoting or talking or telling good stories or being entertaining, then do it. Yeah. So have you always been able to talk for 20 minutes straight or was that like a skill that you had to develop as you were learning to promo yourself through wrestling and your band? Or were you I just- mean, I think it's kind of half and half, you know what I mean? Either you're kind of born with the gift of gab or you're not, you know what I mean? You're a personal. I totally you know, know what you yeah, mean. So, um, but you hone it over the years and kind of know you. And like I said, when you've done as many interviews as I've done and, and, and conducted as many interviews, I mean, my podcast has 
over a thousand episodes now at this point, Talk is Jericho. So you kind of start to realize the, the balance between the two because it's not easy to be a host of a radio show. It's not easy to be a podcast host. and Everybody thinks that it is, but there's a real art form to it. So you kind of have to know the give and take of when do you jump in um, and when do you kind of lay back. That's one of the the, 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 the the benefits, I guess you could say, or the 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 good uh, side effects of of the pandemic was that we switched from telephone interviews mm-hmm. to being on Zoom or Streamer where you can see each other's faces. Excuse me, it's so important. Whereas before that, it was you would do something on the phone, and if someone stopped talking for a second to to think for a bit, you could throw off the rhythm of the interview right. by jumping in. You don't want dead air, but someone might be thinking, and if you see somebody's face and their body language, it makes it a lot easier to conduct a, a great conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So many things from the pandemic. It's obviously that COVID sucked, but a lot. I love how we've reimagined so many things since then. You know, especially the the podcast. Well, you had to, right? Yeah, you, know, you had to. You had to because. Um, you know, when you were, everyone was kind of isolated, but you still you still had to conduct, you know, I had two podcasts to do a week, two shows a week. So what am I going to do? And like I said, when you were able to get, I think that it really kicked in when, when I had Angus Young and Brian Johnson um, from ACDC on the show, because if I couldn't see their faces, it would not have been good because they're they're especially Angus is such a thinker when he talks and he's got really thick accent and Brian's got a thick accent and if you, I, I like to, I had to read their lips to kind of really understand sure. it and watch the body language and it was a great interview. I was thinking if this was on the phone, this would be a train wreck. Sure, because you wouldn't be able to tell the rhythm of the conversation. So that really made a big difference for sure. I love that you acknowledge that too and like coming in here in studio. You as an artist, it's better that way, way face to face, than it is on the phone. Yeah, people say, "Oh, it's so early for it." It's like, dude, it's what eight thirty, nine o'clock. It's not early. You know, early would be like five a.m. if you've been up, you know, partying till four or something along those lines. You know, it's like it's not early to get up eight in the morning. Right, it's not bad. That's when normal human beings get up, so we can handle it. I have a question about. Um you know, wrestlers becoming actors. Uh, maybe a stupid question. I have no idea. Is there like a pipeline of of teaching and learning and uh, method to uh, wrestlers getting more into the entertainment outside of the wrestling world, like the Batistas and you and uh, like the Rock and stuff? Is there like a a process that, or is that an is that an organic thing? Because it's like any, I was thinking about this other sports where people are coming out and getting doing the acting thing mm-hmm. and uh, legitimately now with these guys in wrestling. But the, like basketball, you got like a LeBron and Michael Jordan, maybe Jim Kelly in football. Yeah, but that's but that's, I mean, that's two completely different things. How I is mean, it? Obviously, wrestling is all about playing a character. Right, right, right. And it's all about performing. But so I'm saying they're stepping up the, and taking it to the next. Well, there's no pipeline. It's just, you know, it's like anybody else, like a comedian or something along those lines. You just get an opportunity yeah. and you run with it. And wrestling is all about playing a character and about performing and about selling the storylines. I mean, the, the matches themselves are secondary to the storylines and the characters that you play. So... Whenever I do something in a movie or on a TV show, it's like, how long have you been acting? It's like, I've been acting for 30 years because that's what wrestling is, right. is acting. So right. it's not that far of a step away. Okay. So it does just happen. It's just like opportunity. It's like anybody else. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's just like legitimate. I just, you know, Cena, you, you know, you guys, it's just. Well, and there's I love just so many them, of them, but it like makes they're sense because they're movie I want to go. Yeah, they're so. in a movie. I want to go see them yeah. now, you know. And there's, there's that natural thing that you have and a lot of entertainers yeah. have and it's that that x factor whatever you want to say where people just want to watch you they want to know more about you they want to well i mean it's like i said it's just playing a character so mm-hmm. whatever that character may be you can kind of slip in and out of it um if you're good at it you know not yeah. everybody is good at it but if you if you 
are you know a top guy in the wrestling business then acting in a movie is a pretty close step the next step to that yeah 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 getting there they're getting their due uh, I don't know. It's just great. I just love it. I just love seeing it. Uh, okay, Chris Jericho, Fozzy tonight uh, at the Annex. Uh, tickets on sale. WJJO.com. Wait, what is it? Four bands? Four bands in Europe? Fozzy's Pop- coming. There could be a thousand bands. Could I don't be even a thousand know. Bands. Don't even care. Right. Fozzy's in town with Madison. Like I said, it was. Uh, we had a great time with last time we were here. We weren't rained out, but it was close. And yep. tonight, uh, it can rain. It can snow. There could be sleet. There could be hail. Tonight, but we're, in, we're indoors at the Annex. It's going to be a great rock and roll show. We were having a great time on this tour. Uh, like I said, Spotlight's uh, our biggest song out of the gate that we've ever had, so there's some momentum for us, and it's just been a blast. It's been it's been about three weeks that we've been on the road, and um, it's been it's been one of the best tours we've had. So it's I love time. it. I couldn't be happier for you, man. Thank you. I couldn't yeah. be happier for you. Yeah, you work really I'm hard. I'm just happy. Awesome. Yeah. Just happy to be here. I love it. Finally. Happy people. Thanks. I know. Dude, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for having me. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO. Uh, so Utopia's out. Uh, I'm going to drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. So that's that Sam Adams utopia. Yeah. 2023 was unveiled by the Boston Beer Company. It's one of the world's strongest beers. Have you ever had any of the utopias? No. Didn't you? Yep. I never had a teaspoon of it. How do do you drink it? By the teaspoon? Uh, Well, he put it in like a little like flute glass, but it was not. I mean, it was like. Tiny amount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you just. You just enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Totally. You know, yeah. yeah. Just let it sit there in your mouth a little bit. Yeah, you do. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I would say it's decadent. Oh, okay. So, uh, like a <clears throat> like a port? Vanilla-y. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it still feel like beer? Yes. Okay. Well, like a, uh, a very boozy beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Port is kind of a good call on that. Yeah. I'd love to try it. It's expensive, isn't it? Yes. So since its debut in 2001, Sam Adams' Utopia has emerged as a global sensation. Renowned for its extraordinary strength, uh, high demand among beer enthusiasts, its deep ruby black hue and a notable absence of carbonation, it evokes the qualities of vintage port, while its elevated alcohol content inches closer to refinement of a fine cognac. Uh, fine brandies, <sighs> uh, the Titanic is sinking. Should we play the violins and have a brandy? Of course. Of course. So, in the 90s, the big brewers were competing to make lighter and lighter beers, but uh, Jim Coke from uh, Sam Adams said uh, he was drawn to the darker, richer end of the beer spectrum. We brewed Sam Adams double Bach in 1988 and then a triple Bach in 94. These beers are pioneers in the extreme beer movement. (laughs) After the 99 release of Millennium, we challenged ourselves to create an even stronger, more distinctive beer. Enter Utopias in 2001. So now it's a biennial release. Utopias 2023 continues its tradition as a fusion of several prior extreme beers, matured in a diverse array of barrels, uh, usually aged in charred whiskey casks. Jeez. This year's iteration from the Sam Adams Brewers introduces an expanded selection of barrels, promising even more intricate flavors. The uh, Yeah, that's the way to go. Those Perdomo uh, anniversary cigars I smoked, um, they aged the tobacco for eight years in rum barrels. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. You just, want, you just want to eat it. No kidding. Um, so this is Sam Adams? 
Yes. Okay. So it wasn't a d- uh, dogfish head was bought by Sam Adams, right? I'm try- was it a dogfish originally or was no. it a Sam? Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Um, so it's out now, I guess. Uh, Man. It's 240 bucks. Jesus. Mm-hmm. How, what, is that's that illegal in 15 states. <laughs> <laughs> is that a 12 ounce? That's a 24.5 ounce. For, for uh, two what? How much? I might pay that. Two forty. I, I don't that. know if you're going to be able to get it. Oh, I see what you're saying. God, yeah, it's got to be like sipping brandy. Yeah, I mean, it's an experience for oh, sure. Man, love to try it though. Yeah, I wish you yeah, could like have tried a, it. It's a barley wine, like fifteen percent, twenty-eight percent. Good God! What about Wisconsin? Are we allowed to stock it? Oh. T- why don't you both have a nice cold beer? Beer always calms everybody down. I wish I could have Silly a picture DJ. of the, the face you just made. Shut get up. That is a silly ass more, question. More utopia is shipped to Wisconsin than any other state in the country. They're a bunch of drunks. That's fantastic. Yeah. God, I'd love to try that. If you get a chance, anybody definitely give it a try. It's and you don't need much. Man, but. I would give you, I would give somebody a $50, a crisp 50, if someone would give me, uh, like, just a a shot glass of it. Sure. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. i give you a 50. Well, I can message Duder, see if he's... You got a guy? Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's who let me drink his. Oh. Do I know this person? Yes. Well, probably not, actually. Well, why do you say it like that? Because you don't really know a lot of the people that you work with. <laughs> wow. That's accurate. <laughs> well, usually they make me want to do more work, so I try to stay away from them. Dude, you don't have to defend yourself to me. <laughs> Who is it? Is it a sales guy or a guy upstairs? No, Justin. Who's he? Let's see. <laughs> What's he? Is he, in, is he on the on-air side? Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. He might not be anymore. Well, I think he's somewhere else now. Whoever you are, dude, you're my favorite person oh in the world. My God. I've always been a fan. That's pretty bad. You know this. That's pretty bad. No, no, no. All right, that's JJO News. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Good morning. Hey, Johnny, you're looking at this all wrong. You have a connection with Trixie. You have this beer sampling every two weeks. You put it as part of your show. <laughs> I don't charge it to Randy as part of the of, of work. And Got you it. get yourself some stuff for free. Well, no, I was thinking more like at least a tax write-off if we're going to taste it on well, the air. So I got yeah. that. I got that going for I mean, me. Trixie, Trixie would be able to get I'll it. See, if, so see, if, see if uh, they do have any. We're, we're gonna we're gonna shoot her a text and see what's going on. Or uh, yeah, yeah, man, I I would go down and buy a bottle, dude. You want to split it or something? No, I, me. Yeah, it's frugal do fall. I am broke as hell. <laughs> I am so goddamn broke. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. I'll clean your car, and that'll be my contribution. Frugal fall. Yeah. Stop saying that. It's embarrassing. Stop. Hey, have a good weekend, guys. Right, you too. <laughs> well, I'd like to. Could I have a payment program for a bottle of beer? I'll give you uh, 20 bucks a paycheck. <laughs> they would do it. They it's would. like layaway. It's like putting a sweater on layaway. Right. Right. It's just like it. All right. Uh, $240 for a 24-ounce bottle. I have a bottle of, uh, of uh, what's my Kentucky lunch from? Kentucky bourbon stout. From uh, Iowa. Toppling. Yeah, Toppling Goliath. That's worth, I'm told, 
$500. It's still in its birch wrapper. I'm told that's worth $500. Oh, at least. Yeah. Okay. Then you drank yours. I did yeah. on my birthday. Nice. It was fantastic. Good, good. I just said, yo, what's the utopia sitch? Let's see where we're at. <laughs> the plotting begins, people. She won't know what you're talking about. She'll, be, she'll go philosophical and go, utopia is only in your mind. We can achieve happiness, but possibly never utopia. I messaged Mr. Trixie. Oh, hell no. Because she'll be like, deal with her. <laughs> Make this problem go away, I get. So I just skipped the middle, man. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. So why do you look so happy? We're talking sandwiches today. Who wants a sandwich? I gotta eat my way out of a sandwich. I eat that sandwich. You stole my sandwich? Is that what you did? I don't understand. Who's responsible for all this? Who's responsible for this? The Earl of Sandwich. It is National Sandwich Day. Meet between bread. Happy National Sandwich Day. Showtime. Just tell me where I can get a free sandwich. Dude. I'll take that sandwich to go. Sandwich day. I don't know if I want to argue about what qualifies as a sandwich today. Oh, you know, dude. It's got to be flat, two pieces of bread, disconnected. Flat. A grinder isn't flat. Hoey isn't flat. Kind of round like a little bullet. Okay, so uh, there's all kinds of deals everywhere. Just Google. Uh, yeah. National Sandwich Day deals. Oh, yeah. So uh, me, most of these you have to like right. sign up for loyalties, you know? That's that's fine. So uh, Jimmy John's, a dollar off mobile orders. Uh, Pizza Hut even has deals. Potbelly, Quiznos. The Schmubway. Schmubway. <laughs> Grubhub also has deals going on. Whoops. Whatever, it's everywhere. <laughs> What's your favorite sandwich? Uh, my top three. Oh, we're doing going to be my top 30 sandwiches. <laughs> no. You know what I had uh, just a couple of months ago when I was in Florida down in Destin? I had a itch that you couldn't scratch. And I definitely had an itch. Uh, I had a lobster roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, dude, I'm in love all over again. Lobster meat, some mayonnaise. I don't know what else in there. It's fabulous on a big roll. Oh my god! Is that your favorite sandwich? Well, it is right now. It'll probably change. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like BLTs. I like uh, roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Uh, you know what I get most of the places I go if, if I if just to try because I want to see everybody does it a little bit different as a as a uh, uh, French dip. Oh yeah, totally. That's maybe my favorite. Hmm. How about you? Uh, Gino's Tuesdays chicken sandwich special. How would it work that into a plug? Number one sandwich of all time. Of all time. Yep. It's amazing. Uh, and then. What about my mom's toasted cheese? Uh, coming in next. Your mom hasn't cooked for me in a long time. Yeah. Uh, she just comes over and sits on my face now and leaves. It's very rude. She might be listening. Don't do that. And then a bologna sandwich on white bread. You some bitch. Best sandwich ever. <laughs> That's the there's the there's the spring green I know and love. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Don't even front. I spent many a winter eating fried bologna. People think- in jail be like, "It sucks. You get bologna every day." I'm like, "I don't see the problem." 
You'll do great in prison. I know. My nitrates are going to be through the roof, though. It's fine. Be the queen of bologna. Yeah, dude. Sausage uh, queen of spring grain. All right. Favorite sandwiches, everybody. All right. So I'm going to get in trouble. So are you saying Johnny's mom's your favorite sandwich? I am. Good. Okay. It's yeah. a little, it's a little beefy. Fred? Um. You know what I think is uh, an overblown, overrated sandwich is the meatball sandwich. I like my meatballs not on not not, not no. I want it on spaghetti. Uh, right. I will agree with you. There is a like a it's engineering useless. flaw. Yeah, a huge engineering flaw. Yeah, like because when I get a meatball it, sub, you have to smush it. It's like you got to time it just right. You have to smush it. You might as well have a freaking hamburger. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not impressed with the sub meatball sandwich no that to me is a waste of good meatballs it's a good waste of bread and a good waste of meatballs i'm with you i'm united sloppy joes are good but everybody does their 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 joe differently and then i don't right some like it sweeter yeah some like it more plain so i that's hit and miss for me but uh, boy grilled cheese i will double down on your fried bologna I'll even, I don't even need it fried. That's for a special occasion. You've got to have it on Wonder Bread. A white bread. I do. I use the keto bread now, which is pretty good. The one from Costco actually tastes fantastic. I thought it was Frugal Fall. But, uh, I know, yeah. It's my one splurge is my keto bread. Mm. And then I just have one one piece at a time. Uh, but that's pretty good bread. But ordinarily, I would say Wonder Bread. Miracle Whip, bologna, no cheese, save it. God, that sounds freaking amazing right now, dude. I have to tell you. Dude, the bread pillowy softness on your fingertips. Yeah. I had the uh, Texas Longhorn at uh, Emilio's the other day. It's like roast beef. Oh, okay. And I took my bag of Doritos and I squished sh- it. Smushed it. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I don't want a middleman with my Doritos. I want to smush them myself. Sometimes I smush, sometimes I don't. Sometimes they just delicately lay them in there. Yeah. In all their triangular greatness. And then I just chow. The Dorito is good. The Godfather's really good at Melios, too. I either go back and forth. Yeah. I do the number four. I mean, if you're going to get a sandwich there, get the sandwich. Don't get a skinny because they're charging too much for that. Get the sandwich sandwich. Then it's worth it. The, the price of the skinny. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Too expensive at Melio's. Dude, what really grinds his gears? But the Godfather, worth every effing penny. That's all I'm saying. I, I can't pay for two skinnies like $11. Come on. Right. It's frugal fall. <laughs> help me. Help me <laughs> help you. And take a dollar off this goddamn sandwich. Jeez Louise. Hi, how's it going? Like a bologna sandwich, open face, open salami. Happy Friday. Get over here. What about what about the uh, what about the hot dog? It's oh, a sandwich. Oh, seeing where you were at with that. What about a good old fashioned Reuben? Oh yeah, noon. Reubens are good in the in the fall. I love a Reuben. Cuban. Uh yeah, man. It's. I would say sandwiches are my all time favorite. Okay, you're, okay you, you're going to a desert island. Yeah. You have to pick one sandwich. All right, are you ready? Yeah. It's either peanut butter and jelly on Wonder Bread or bologna. Bologna. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. I feel like I'm at the eye doctor. All right. Uh, bologna One sandwich. Bologna sandwich or hamburger of your choice. Oh, yeah. Eat it. Just eat it. Uh, eat it. I'm going to go with bologna. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. Because it's cold, I assume the desert island's going to be hot. No, no, there's there's, there's one mini fridge on the island. Yeah, it's got to keep my bologna cold. That you can keep your hamburger uh, at, at the proper temperature. Oh, man. Do I have to cook the hamburger? Or does it just show up? But every time you go to cook a hamburger. I'm not cooking that. You have to start your, your fire with a, a piece of balsa wood while a volleyball is watching you. And after your hamburger is cooked... You have to go, I have made fire. Okay. So those are the rules. I'm going to go with bologna. <laughs> Is that right? Good call. Coming down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Can I marry this table or this, you know, clock? No, Rebecca. Oh. No, you can't. All right, so we're doing the got done thing again. Are we, uh... Set the clocks back so we gain an hour of sleep. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So I like the one where the bar stays open an extra hour. Do you? That's the one I like. I don't like the other one. I don't know. Do you care? Yeah. It gets, it's just, there's so much darkness. <laughs> so, so much. I do like, uh, <clears throat> I do like, ha- I, well, I'm a night owl, so I like daylight sunsets. You yeah. Know, I prefer we keep it that way. Yeah, it's just like any of y'all's out there that do PM chores mm-hmm. on a barn, any sort of way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. It's like setting your setting the clocks back sucks. It's like your day's over because you get to the barn and it's already dark. I know. Yeah, and it feels like you're doing chores at like ten o'clock at night. So weird. It totally. Sucks. It's a psychological f up. It is mm. truly. Truly. According to a recent survey, seventy percent of Americans think that changing the clocks twice a year is a big old waste of time. I agree. Why do we hate it? Well, sleep, mostly. It disrupts our sleep. We have to adjust our sleep schedule. It affects our mood and mental health. We don't like going around and actually having to manually change our clocks. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) That microwave clock, is there a manual? And we don't like having to turn the lights on earlier. Right. I suppose. Hate it. Uh, daylight saving time ending this weekend. You'll get an extra hour of sleep. That's good. In a new survey, 21% of people say they rarely or never wake up feeling well-rested. So maybe Sunday's your morning. Uh, that usually means you aren't well-rested. You're not spending enough time in bed or you aren't getting enough quality sleep when you are Mm -hmm. in bed. Yeah. Yeah. People were asked about their worries at bedtime that might be keeping them up. Inflation is number one for the second year in a row. Mm. 
I have not lost sleep thinking about inflation. You haven't lost sleep? No. Oh, I sleep like a baby. I don't worry about anything. Who lays in their bed and is all like, oh, inflation. Man. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the big picture. I get it. but COVID is second. I think it's the doom and gloom of, of bread being $12 a loaf. Yeah. That's, and that's yeah. not even keto well, that, bread. Right. No, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm saying that's the unnecessary worry you have. Sure. And then, you, and then that adds up. And then you're a hot mess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I suppose watching the evening news before you go to sleep, probably not a great idea. It's going to accelerate some of those worries. Gun violence, climate change, politics, this is all the things people be worrying about at bedtime and keeping them up. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well. 25% have restless leg syndrome. Have you ever experienced something like that? Uh, I have, actually. I get it from time to time. Not much. But I like if I, if I work out later in the day, at the you know, I seem to get it. Yeah. It's weird. I don't get it after golfing 36 holes, but I'll do some weird stuff at the gym and I'll get it. It's strange. What kind of weird stuff are you doing over there? <clears throat> well, that's none of your business. I mean, if you want to buy my book, I have a video if you'd like to. It's 1995. What, it, what is the video of? You working out? It's pointers. Hell yeah. And a little thing I like to call it John Quando. Oh, no. Teach a couple of self defense moves. Break the wrist. No, my wrist. No, your other wrist. Yeah, it's complicated. If it wasn't Frugal Fall, I would totally buy your $20 video. I appreciate it. Yeah. PC2. It'd be a video of me standing around quite a bit. No. Yeah, that's not good. It's okay. After Halloween fell on a Tuesday, Time! messing up the rest of the week for parents and school kids, Time! by the weekend, Time! you thought the terror was over. But then, ah, why is the sun directly in my eyes on the way to work? Ah! Time change. Hey, teach. When's lunch? I'm starving. Don't you students remember? Time change. <laughs> what a difference an hour makes. Time change. Now showing. Yeah, it was that kind of week, y'all. Oh, dude. Here's one for uh, here's one for the old dudes. Classics on JJO. You like that, Sticks? Oh, from, I like the song, yeah. From Illinois, you know. Yeah. Nice. Got a green. When uh, he had the big porn stash, everybody had afros. Scary time in rock and roll. Yeah, we've been through some things, man. Man, oh man, those are bad videos. Ooh. There, there he is at the bar trying to pick up. Yeah. Ooh. I can smell that video. Oof-da. A lot of aftershave and uh, non-breathable yeah, cre- fabrics. Some creepy vibes going on in that it was video. A little weird, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, tomorrow night, right? Was it yeah. midnight or something? I think it's supposed to be technically at like two a.m. Or I do wish we'd leave it alone. Yeah, I would rather not. Yeah, once it get dark at the worst, three thirty, it's dark. Well, God, I can't stand it. I just hate it. If we could, I mean theoretically 
if we could get everybody on board, right? Like everybody in Jefferson County mm-hmm. and Dane County, and we just stopped doing it. Oh. What would happen? Uh, I think it's up with the bus schedules or something. I don't know. We control the bus schedules. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because there's places that don't go by the daylight savings time. They're like, F you. Uh, that is true. I do believe that. So why can't we say F you? Yeah, whatever. It was for farmers, right? Power to the people. Yeah. I don't. My body doesn't really care what the clock says. I, I don't know. It's. I don't know. I guess I don't think about it enough to worry about it. Does yours? Do you feel it physically? Uh, no. Like I said, the only thing is doing them dang barn chores when it's super dark. I, I think I feel it a little more in the spring, maybe. It, yes. It just a, a little bit of what the hell. You know, where did that day go? But uh, I, I don't know for the most part. I just don't know why we keep bothering with it. It just seems like a pain in the ass. <clears throat> it certainly does. Whatever. I thought they were getting rid of it. What? I don't know how anything works. Let's have a congressional hearing. We'll have a committee. Have a committee. And uh, a subcommittee. Hey, uh, committee. uh, were you done? <laughs> uh, sure. Um, did you know that, uh, if I say the name Alan Ruck, would you know who that is? No. Does it ring a bell? No. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. He was Cam- okay. He was Cameron. Yeah, didn't he you know, have his, a little problem? His one his dad owned the Ferrari. They ran it out of the garage and into the woods. Mm-hmm. That was Cameron, right? No, I'll take I'll take the hit. I'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's time I stared down my old man. Uh, yeah, he had a problem. Cameron, uh, Alan Ruck. Just ran his Rivian pickup truck into a pizza parlor. Yeah. He looks. He did it on Halloween night. (laughs) He doesn't look good. There's no indication that he was under the influence, it says. The collision happened around 9 p.m., busy intersection of La Brea and Hollywood Boulevard uh, at the end of Hollywood's famous Walk of Fame. Surveillance video showed by KTLA shows Rock's Rivian uh, rear end a car that was stopped at a traffic center, then careened into another car and then ran. Through a wall at Raffalo's Pizza Shop. He did, yeah, he didn't half-ass that. The whole, <laughs> the whole it's like the Kool-Aid man busted through. The whole building shook, and I thought a bomb or something exploded, said Tim Ratcliffe, who owns several restaurants next to Raffalo's. Ratcliffe said he uh, rushed to help Rock, who was more concerned about the well-being of others than his own. Asked me, if, are you okay? First thing out of his mouth was, do you know who I am? No. He said, <laughs> is everyone okay? I think I hit somebody. No, you hit everybody. You hit everything. Ratcliffe says the actor told him he didn't know why he crashed. Now, the Rivian, that's kind of a, is that a hybrid or full electric? Hmm. Somebody have to tell me I don't remember. Hmm. I don't think it's, that might be full. Of, I think I've seen a few of those. What the hell? Electric. I think they're all electric, aren't I they? I think so. They might be. Electric adventure vehicles. KTLA footage from the scene shows Ruck, who is Cameron Fry, and uh, Ferris Bueller's Day, I'm speaking with authorities, apparently uninjured. He looks uh, a horrible. I have not seen Alan Ruck in t- forever. Um, I actually thought that picture. Are you on the TMZ site? Uh, no, I'm on KTLA. Are you looking at this? The one I'm. I have this picture. I think he's in a sweatpants. I think this picture is like more like a. Yeah, it's not the picture. He looks good in that because I was like, oh, he actually. Yeah, that's not the picture. He must moisturize. <laughs> but then down here, he's in his sweats, looking all uh. Yeah. Haggardly. Uh, Which I suppose if I ran my car through a pizza joint, 
I'd probably look a little disheveled getting out of the car. Right. He just looks uh, old. Durr than I thought. But I like I said, I haven't seen him. I'm sure he's acting in some things. Has he been in some projects? Two other cars involved in a collision ended up in the middle of the intersection. A 32-year-old man hospitalized, non-life-threatening. Pizza shop was yellow tagged due to structural damage. And he was in, yeah, he's in, uh, oh, secession. Oh, that's right. What am I talking about? Yeah. He uh, got a 2023 Emmy nomination for Outstanding Supporting Actor. Succession. What am I talking about? I've never watched that. So. I never have either. Yeah. Now his dad's really going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. Oh, take that Rivian, take it home, rub it with a diaper. He just comes home all day. He loves it more than life. He rubs it with a diaper. My brother has a Rivian. Really? Mm-hmm. God damn. Of course he does. I know. Your brother's an effing genius. He's like the coolest person. <sighs> it's so irritating. Damn it. I know. I thought there was a waiting list, a wait list for those. Oh, yeah. He, Isn't that a Ford? It's been a thing in the making. Isn't that a Ford project? I think Ford owns Rivian. Pretty badass. You're the one who reads Auto Trader all the time. Why don't you know another thing? It's Motor Trend, moron. God damn it. (laughs) It's not cool, dude. I tell you these things, and then you make fun Uh, of me. You make fun of my car magazines. I'm not making fun of you. I would just think you would know. I'm not going to read your whole goddamn story. Tell me who owns you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, I'm done. Maybe it got, uh, maybe the, uh, uh, yeah, well, something, something went wrong. Yeah. Well, you can blame, you can blame the technology in this one. Just say something's wrong with my Rivian. I don't know. I mean, I suppose if he, he hit the car and then kind of veered and then maybe hit the gas instead of the brake. I don't know. Yeah, that could be. Because those electric cars are zippy. So if that's what oh, happened. Yeah. The Rivian's very fast. Yeah. Yeah, those trucks are, oh, my God. Right. It wouldn't take much. I think that, that what were you pointing to at? To go careening. Oh, into, I see. <laughs> you're having a seizure. No, they're heavy and they're really fast. And, uh, you know, I think most of those big trucks are like zero to 60, and if that matters to you, and like four freaking seconds. It's right. crazy, dude. You're faster than my Corvette I used to own. It's nuts. What a time to be alive. I just picture the two guys always from the parking garage in the Ferrari. Airborne. Right. Ah! <laughs> oh, man. We'll take care of your car. What's wrong? <laughs> I love those dudes. I think they were going to do a uh, spinoff with those guys. Do you remember reading no, that? No. What? Way back in the day, they were going to do a spinoff with the two guys from the parking garage. That were in the Ferrari. I don't know what the concept was. but Damn, that's reaching. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.